You're listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. Welcome to the show. Today's episode is a fan suggestion that was pulled out of our trusty brown hat. What are we talking about? We're talking about the six million dollar man. And I'm Rebecca. I almost forgot who I was. Oh, and I'm Natalie, I think. I was like, who am I today? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Before we get into that. Oh, I know. Before we get into that. Let's just talk real quick about how Cher Twittered me. Oh, Do we want to talk about that now or do we want to save that for our Patreon episode? Oh, I don't know. Because she Twittered me. She totally Twittered you. I think we should just get it out there. Okay. It's so amazing. It was not long before... Our birthdays, mine and shares, yes, which are almost the same day. I'm just gonna say they're the same. Day. It's the same day, pretty much. Um, so yeah, that was amazing. So I was just like, I was gonna go to her show the next day because yeah. Natalie got me tickets, Woo-hoo. which was amazing. So fun. And so I just tweeted that I need to hydrate. Like mm-hmm. I was just sitting there, and I remembered, oh my goodness, I need to hydrate because I'm gonna be going crazy. <laughs> it's gonna be hot. I'm going to be drinking, drinking some, some adult beverages, yeah. And I need to hydrate. And she sure did, like, almost right away, tweeted me back that saying she also needs, needs to hydrate. Remember. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing. This was better than the time that I thought that but John Stamos stop, was yeah. following me. I was going to say, you were almost that married was a to John Stamos. Big disappointment. We were engaged yeah. for, like, 10 seconds. You Turns were. out it was catfish. It's fine. It's fine. But you and Cher are but really me and Cher like BFFs are actually now. BFFs now. Yeah, yeah. So I got. I mean, you know, I'm not going for the Twitter likes, but I'm just saying. And this was on thing. this was on my personal t- uh, author Twitter mm-hmm. that I use for authoring um, mm-hmm. and the writing community, and not my TV tangents yes. one. So you I was just like, put it out there. I have been seen by Cher. I get a text message from Rebecca, and it's like, this just happened. I know. I, was like, I, I oh, bet for a second God. you were like, I need to see the blue check mark. I was like, hold the phone. It's and right then there. I did. I mm-hmm. was like, oh, my God. That's so true. It was really so hard. So it was amazing. And you know what? It wasn't like she was sitting there looking for share tweets. I was no. the only person she tweeted at that time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was all over it. She was like, oh, look, this person I should be friends with is going to see my concert tomorrow. So maybe I'll tweet her back and then we can all be friends. And then we went to the concert and I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, if we just show this tweet, can we get backstage? I'm pretty sure that's how it works. So we're fine. So listeners, if you've had an encounter with a TV person in real life, um, please email us your story because we'd love to do like a listener episode we'd yeah. love to read it on the radio and exactly i always want to hear other people's stuff too because mm-hmm. I, I sometimes wonder since we you know we fan geek out about stuff mm-hmm. a lot and anyone who follows our podcast knows how we are with the monkeys mm-hmm. so that would be so fun for me to read other people's things and just kind of see yeah. their experience or just kind of know something that made their you know made their lifetime basically oh yeah kind of like things that have happened to us well we recently on it was on our facebook page we recently had a a listener who met the dallas cast and i would love to hear that story because that that would be amazing amazing. yes i was just thinking that and uh they have so much fun stuff i've seen people's posts on different dallas pages Mm -hmm. that i follow and yeah (laughs) they've had like all these reunion things and blah blah blah. and i'm like we weren't even there why was i not at these things so sad oh here's another aside before we get into the six million dollar man, yeah, I took another Twitter poll. 
to find out which Tom Selleck our listeners like best. Mm-hmm. Because um, I was sitting at home watching Magnum P.I. Oh, okay. And he is very 80s sexy. He really is. Because in the 80s, I didn't think he was sexy because I was a kid. Right. And weird. And he was my dad's age. So right. why and would I think that? Those short shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so uh, the choices were Thomas Magnum, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, Dr. Richard Burke from yes, Friends. Yes, of course. Number Commissioner one. Frank Regan from Blue Bloods mm-hmm. or Jack McLaren from The Closer. Oh. It was a very close race. Mm. Uh, Dr. Burke won. Of course. He had 50% of the vote. <laughs> and Magnum was second with 40%. Nice. Uh, Commissioner Regan had one vote and Jack McLaren had none. I mean, Tom is a very, very handsome fellow mm. still. I would say. Um, I have never actually seen the show blue bloods right that's what it's called yeah i've never seen it either. Uh, but i have seen some random commercials mm-hmm. and i've also seen him in uh, you know on people stories or what mm-hmm. actually there was a story recently where um him and courtney cox ran into each other so <sighs> hey, there you go monica and richard Love. together again and Did i just they get thought, married this time? right they should have and i thought <laughs> okay that's you know he is still a very very attractive man oh, yeah and I thought, you know, of course, watching Friends, I was like, oh, my gosh, how are you doing? Friends was the best. So, yeah, I can totally see where that. He He's aged very, very well. Mm-hmm. So, well yes. We're not talking about him. No, unfortunately. We're talking about the $6 million freaking man. $6 million. And we're drinking Fruly. We're drinking, I love Fruly. Strawberry beer. You brought this for me because you love me. I do love you. And we had this at a local barn restaurant area right right before we saw share actually yeah right before the share concert and uh you had never had it i was turned on to this by another friend a couple years ago and it is so good Mm. and i'm i have never been a fruity beer person Mm -hmm. because i'm a beer person Mm -hmm. and i can't do like like, it's not 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 sugar no it's not sugary at Mm -hmm. all and i somebody told me it was Almost like a champagne-y kind yes. of thing, but I don't I don't know. It's amazing. It's amazing. And it's so good. And I'm so glad we can buy it at the store because... It's F-R-U-L-I with a accent over the U. I forget what the accent is called, yeah. but it's fine. It's little dots. So, so the $6 million man yeah. um, was on... M- I'm sorry. It was on ABC from 1974 to 1978. 74 and 70. So, yeah, I think it was five seasons. Was it, I believe it was five. My DVR tells no me idea. it was five. It could have been. I mean, sometimes... I think it had season five, episode one recorded. I just saw on okay. my DVR. So sure. there were five. Sure. Um, this was in our hat, like we said. So we pulled it out and we watched some Six Million Dollar Man, which I don't think I ever watched before. I had never... I had never even heard of this show really? prior. Really? So that's... To me, I... And maybe I had, but I... I even with but the you know about like the the do 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 right? Yes. Okay. So that specifically, so you, know, you in general knew of it. I yeah. And I, I watched have. the Bionic Woman when I was a kid. Okay. Yeah. Which is an offshoot of this. Yeah. Well, thanks to our awesome listener Jenny Marie, we were able to calculate what the six million dollar man would be worth in today's money. Mm. She sent us a handy inflation calculator. Calculator. He would now be roughly the $31 million man. Oh, wow. That's a lot of money. That is. To spend on saving a person. Indeed. I mean, no, that's all people are worth $31 million. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible thing to say. But he was worth that because of what they put into yes. his body. And we'll say. Yeah, and yes. they made him into a machine. Yes. So, Jenny, 
Jenny Marie, please email us at tvtangents at gmail.com because we want to send you some swag for your help in this yes. week's episode and because you're an awesome listener. Exactly. So here's a quick synopsis. When NASA astronaut Colonel Steve Austin, played by Lee Majors, is severely injured in the crash of an experimental aircraft, he is rebuilt in an operation that costs $6 million. His right arm, both legs, and left eye are replaced with bionic, air quotes, implants Mm -hmm. that enhance his strength, speed, and vision far above human norms. He uses his enhanced abilities to work for the OSI, Office of Scientific Intelligence, as a secret agent. Yes. I didn't understand really the, (laughs) as I watched the, so I watched the very first, like the pilot, they call it a movie. It's like an hour it long. Was, yeah, they, so it's it's like a with like yeah, yeah, a TV movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they show like his accident, everything, and then he's there, and they're like, "Oh, we think we can do this," and you know, so they they build him up, and at first he's pretty resistant to everything too. Mm-hmm. He seems very, you know, doesn't necessarily. He's and he's angry, and in the very first episode, mm-hmm. he like falls in love with the nurse, or the nurse is like, but yeah, he treats her so bad like throughout time. It was a very interesting well, premise. The 70s. Of course. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is interesting. Um, and in that same episode, so he finally like kind of accepts it, and he's out with this nurse woman. Oh. And they're like having a picnic, and then they're driving back down the road and some woman, her car has overturned and her son is trapped. So they come out and the nurse lady just grabs onto the mom and then he jumps in. And of course he's, the car's on its side and he's trying to, he shows his superhuman strength Mm -hmm. because he starts pulling, uh, I believe it was like the seat of the car. He had to like pull it because otherwise there was no way to get this little boy out. And he's like the jaws of life. Yes. He gets him out, of course, right as the car explodes and they come running up to the street. So the mom's like, oh, thank you. So he's standing there and she looks at him and his arm, which you and I would be cut and just a gaping, you know, like, you know, a wound. There's wires hanging out because he looks exactly like everything on him looks exactly Mm -hmm. normal. But inside he's a machine. So she's like, oh, my God, what are you? Well, then he gets all like an embarrassment to it because then they take him back to the lab, wherever they created Mm -hmm. him. And he's in a room all pouty. And then they're just like trying to help him. And he's just angry. And it's a very interesting premise to begin with. Like he's trying to, he's Mm -hmm. struggling with his new identity. Oh, sure. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, it was very, very interesting. And then the show, sorry. No, I was just going to say watching him run was very fascinating to me because, you know, he can. (laughs) But he didn't. Ridiculously fast. But he didn't do the do 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 No, no. Okay, the we're going to get episodes. to that. Yeah. So this show is actually based on the 1972 novel Cyborg by Martin Caden. Uh, it was originally adapted into the series of three TV movies. Okay. One of which you were watching, which aired in 1973. And then they decided to turn it into a regular show oh. because it was very popular. Yes. Of course, the spinoff was The Bionic Woman starring Lindsay Wagner mm. as Jamie Sommers, like we said. There were three more made-for-TV movies after the end of the show. The Return of the Six Million Dollar Man and The Bionic Woman in 1987. Bionic Showdown, The Six Million Dollar Man and The Bionic Woman in 1989, which featured Sandra Bullock in an early role as a new Bionic Woman. Mm. Did not know that. Didn't 1989. Know that hmm. And Bionic Ever After, question mark. 
1994, in which Steve Austin and Jamie Somers get married. Oh, hey. Isn't that romantic? It is romantic. Um, So, yeah, like I said, I didn't. There were a lot of, like, superhuman shows in the 70s. Yeah. Like, what was the one? I guess it was the early 80s. um, Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. All American Hero. Yeah, like that one. Was that the early 80s? Yeah. I think I watched it when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. So that's really cool. So the dit 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 sound when he does stuff. <laughs> so when he does, you know, bionic stuff. Yes. And all kids run around doing that. Like in the early 80s and the late 70s, we all did that. Yeah. That nice. wasn't used until the fourth episode of season one. Oh, okay. And yeah, if they didn't put that in, what sound would we use? True. I mean, how would you, how would you, how would you your know super yeah. strength? How yeah. would you know you were being super strong? Well, and that's what's interesting to me. It must have been the second then episode slash movie that I watched. Mm-hmm. And he was, uh, he was basically instructed. He had to, a submarine came like above water mm-hmm. and he's, you know, ridiculously far away and sometimes somehow flashing them about a signal. So then these guys are there. He jumps off the balcony to swim out. And they're like, how far away is that? He's supposed to be here in nine minutes. And they're like, that is physically impossible. Sure, of course He'd have to swim 35 miles or whatever it was. So sure enough, he's underwater. And it's just all you do is you see him doing, you know, Mm -hmm. swimming. And of course he gets there. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh my gosh, how did this happen? And he tries to get, I don't know, he gets into a safe or something. And then something's not there that he was supposed to get. He ends up in this whole, like, you know, there's all these different things happening. He gets kidnapped at one point. But anytime anyone tries to tie him up, he just breaks free. Of course he's he does. Do, 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 do. Of course. So, <laughs> and of course, back right for that episode, they still had weren't doing that. Yeah. But um, we just have to believe yeah, he's doing it. He's just doing it. And they kind of do it slow motion. He, mm-hmm. like, breaks free out of everything. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he sets something up. They, he escapes somewhere that's, like, you know, inescapable. They try mm-hmm. to open up these pods and... Uh, Eric Braden, who is plays what's his name on Young and the Restless, okay, uh, Victor, who's <gasps> been on you know for a thousand years. Victor, okay, he uh, he's in that episode too, and he's like he ends up being the bad guy, and they're him and this well, woman are escaping, and then he's opening up all these things, and then they set like a torpedo. To th- <laughs> I don't even know; it was all this crazy stuff. And it's like, like nonstop huh. action. It really and, is and nonstop machoness. Yeah. Yes. There's and, a lot of macho in this show. Yeah, lots of... And when I did get to an episode, I was watching where it was all do-do-do. <laughs> he was doing a lot of jumping. Which is in slow motion. Yes, yeah, slow motion and very do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. And he's jumping, you know, probably 50 feet in the air. Mm-hmm. And then there were, like, these little fight scenes that were also in slow motion. But um, my favorite was a guy, like, uh, pulled a gun on him, and he throws a barbell at the guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, why so a barbell you? full of weights, of course, because he uh, can yeah. just pick it up with one arm. Right. He throws it, and the guy's holding the gun, and of course drops the gun to catch the barbell and falls into the pool. <laughs> you could have done a tuck and roll. I was just thinking, yeah, don't you like avoid the barbell right. and shoot no, your gun? Catch uh, the barbell. So yeah, it was pretty hilarious. Well, I watched one where some dudes offered this scientist some big money to do a top secret science thing. And Steve Austin puts on a mustache and pretends to be the scientist. And he actually looks very much like the scientist. Did you see this one? I did see this one. Um, So that when the bad people come 
to the scientist's mm-hmm. house and take him from his porch because they they were supposed to have like a time that they were going to meet. Yeah. But Steve Austin just knew that they were going to come early, and so he pretended to be him. They took him from his porch mm-hmm. and took him to the secret science lab. Where there's also a Russian scientist lady who's not happy about the whole thing because she knows that it's yes. shady. Yes. I know you haven't seen Breaking Bad. I have not. But this lab stuff, the whole setup with the lab and everything, it reminded me of um, Breaking Bad in the later seasons when they had their meth lab underground and they <laughs> had like a scientist guy working for them. Um, there's like a surveillance camera in there. They're watching them because I don't remember what science thing they were doing. Yeah. Um. So Steve Austin jumps up. He do do do's up yes, to this camera. That is the one I see. Yeah. Us. And he put like a wad of paper in it, and then he do 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 down. Um. So he could fiddle with some stuff behind like their giant computers. Mm-hmm. So he all like pushes it out. Which this part cracked me up later when one of the bad guys comes in. Um. Steve Austin is like, well, I think it's behind here, behind this giant cabinet. So then the this this bad guy is all annoyed with him. He's like, here, let me get that for you because I'm strong. <laughs> but actually, Steve Austin is doing the doot doot doot. That's and, right. Yeah, and then he's he actually do, do, pushing do, do, it. it back. Isn't yeah. it two guys? Yeah, they're like, oh here, we'll yeah. push and it. Like, we'll he's do just like one arm strong, and you're a scientist, <laughs> so you can't do it. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I got you. Whatever. That's so funny. So funny. But yeah, it was just like Breaking Bad. If you've seen the seasons where they're doing the underground meth lab, it's mm. pretty much the same setup. Hmm. Uh, in another episode, he's fighting with a very convincing Bigfoot. Oh, I don't know if you saw any Bigfoot episodes. Uh, Bigfoot was played by Andre the Giant. Oh, hey. We all know who that is. Yeah. So Bigfoot has his own noise, like his own doot doot doot, <laughs> but it's a lower pitch. It's like doot 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 doot. Is that good? <laughs> that was amazing. And apparently, this is like a whole long storyline. Um, it's a really big deal with Six Million Dollar Man fans. Oh, okay. Um, there were like books after this, like fan books about it. Yeah. Bigfoot is protecting these aliens that live in a nearby mountain. Hmm. And so they control him, and they're, like, in this screening room watching Steve Austin. It's, like, a big media room where they all sit around. They're watching Steve Austin fight Bigfoot. Well, Steve ends up ripping off Bigfoot's arm, like you do, mm-hmm. and revealing that he's a robot. Oh. And he follows him into this cave when he's running away, and then Steve Austin is captured by the aliens. And like I said, later it was made into a novel by Mike John called The Secret of Bigfoot. Hmm. Very popular episodes. Yeah. It was crazy. The, the Bigfoot was pretty convincing. I was the same. I have to watch that, rewatch that. <laughs> so let's take a break, shall we? Hey, podcast listeners. Did you know you can earn rewards for listening to us? There's a free new app called Podcoin that literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You earn credits for every minute you listen. You can then turn those credits in for gift cards at places like Amazon or Starbucks. You can even donate those credits to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. Just download the app on iPhone or Android. Use our special code TANGENTS and get 300 bonus points right away. Let's talk about the cast, shall we? Yeah. You got notes on the cast? I don't have notes. Have on I the stepped cast. over all of your notes? I, no, I, I, I have six lines of notes, all of the things <laughs> I already said or were part of the intro to the show because okay. I, you know, again, I, I, I struggled to find time. To- 
sorry, I just kicked my microphone, uh, struggled to find time to watch enough of this mm, sure. as it was. And You've been uh, very busy. Ha- the fact that I had never seen it before. So that was my biggest issue there. So yeah, what I did watch the few. I was glad I got the first couple episodes because I really wanted to get the premise down. But yes, I did not have a lot of time to watch a lot of it and had never seen this before. So Well, the fun part about taking fan requests is that we yeah. get to watch things we've never yes, seen before. I do appreciate that because I was like thinking, oh, I would have never probably picked this out to mm. ever attempt to watch. And, and how lucky that it. it was right on TV too. I know. Oh, I set my DVR weird. and bang, it was right there. So Lee Majors, who plays the $6 million man Steve Austin, mm-hmm. was born Harvey Lee Yeary in 1939 in a suburb of Detroit. His father died before he was born, and his mom died when he was a year old. Hmm. So he was adopted by an aunt and uncle and moved to Kentucky. After college, he received an offer to try out for the St. Louis Cardinals, oh, hey. which is, I guess, a football team. Can you this- confirm that? The St. Louis Cardinals is actually... Well, this says football team. Oh. It, this was in the f- 50s? Oh, then maybe. Then I don't maybe know. that was football, but they may have had different... Because, yeah, the Cardinals now is the St. Louis baseball team. Instead, he moved to Los Angeles and got a job at the Los Angeles Park and Recreation Department as the recreation director for North Hollywood Park. Mm. Do you want to, like, verify on the Google if St. Louis Cardinals used to be a football team? Because I, do. I don't want to feel stupid. Um, so then he met a bunch of showbiz peeps and got into acting. He did some TV stuff. And in 1965, he started an episode of the Alfred Hitchcock Hour called The Monkey's Paw. Yes. Based on the short story by W.W. Jacobs. Who else did The Monkey's Paw? Sports. I did know that Lee Majors was married to Farrah Fawcett. I did yes. know that. Yes. <laughs> yes. So before Six Million Dollar Man, he played Heath Barkley in the TV Western series The Big Valley from 65 to 69. And in the 80s, he was Colt Stevers. No, sorry. Colt Seavers in the action series The Fall Guy, Ooh. 81 to 86. So after Six Million Dollar Man, he was The Fall Guy. I do remember that. Now one. I want to watch The Big Valley because I'm pretty sure I watched that. Hmm. Oh, my gosh. In the 60s? I, I didn't watch it in the 60s. <laughs> But I did watch it when, when you were a housewife in the 60s. When I was a housewife <laughs> in the 60s, yes. Um, he had some movie roles in the 70s, including The Norseman and a horror flick called Killer Fish. Killer Fish. Hmm. Mm. He's been married four times, including, as you said, Farrah Fawcett in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And fun fact, the song Midnight Train to Georgia was inspired by their relationship, according to songwriter Jim Weatherly. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Lee Majors had triple bypass, triple bypass surgery in 2003 and is still alive. Yes. Which is a good deal. I did have to mention that every time mm-hmm. I think about him is that when uh, Phoebe references him in Friends... Okay, tell me about that. Well, she asks, uh, who does she even ask now? I'm trying to think. She asks someone about Lee Majors and, like, Mm -hmm. well, if Lee Majors asked you out, like, (laughs) what would you, and and then she's like, I don't think I'd care. I think it's Monica. She's like, I don't think I'd care. Really? Lee Majors is hot. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's when she says, how would you like it if, yeah, you had to get with Lee Majors and you found out it wasn't. I'm like, aw. And so then when I saw the show, I'm like, oh, Lee Majors is hot. <laughs> it's the first thing I thought of. Lee Majors. I just remember the Lee Ma- the name Lee Majors as a kid and never knowing who that was. Yeah. Well, even from watching Friends, I was thinking to myself, yeah. oh, I don't know. I have no idea who Lee Majors is. And then I'm like, oh, Lee Majors. Okay. The yeah. $6 million man. Yeah. But as a kid, you don't know. 
So Richard Anderson played Oscar Goldman, director of OSI. He was also in the Bionic Woman series and the three movies after that we already mentioned. Mm -hmm. He was in a ton of shows and movies. But when I looked through the list, I didn't recognize anything that I would remember him from, even though his face is super familiar. Like, I feel like I've seen him in a lot of things, but I couldn't find anything I would have seen him in. He passed away in 2017 at 91. I think he, like you said, being familiar. We're talking about Richard Anderson, right? Mm -hmm. Um, When I see his picture, I feel like um, it's some, there's some black and white movie that we've seen um, that he seems to be. I don't know. In. And I almost it? I almost feel like it's a random role in something like yeah. Ghostbreakers or something oh we've God. seen. I feel like that's what it is. <laughs> brought up Ghostbreakers. And yeah, I'm just like, that's so funny. So yeah, I don't know if that is oh. for sure. Is, is Ghostbreakers the best movie that we shamefully love? I, I think so. <laughs> I think it really is. I have it upstairs if you want to watch it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, so Lindsay Wagner played Jamie Summers, the bionic woman, mm-hmm. for which she won an Emmy in 1977. She was born and raised in L.A. and then moved to Oregon. Wow, I did not spell Oregon even correctly. Uh, <laughs> Oregon. Oregon. With her mother and stepfather. She attended the University of Oregon. Oh, I spelled it right there. There you go. She attended the <laughs> University of Oregon and then Mount Hood Community College in Portland, but she dropped out due to her struggle with dyslexia. Hmm. She then moved back to L.A. She became a model and did some TV stuff where she played the pretty lady, like Playboy After Dark. Oh. She was on a dating game. And her first role on primetime TV was in the show Adam 12. Oh, which is one I'm another one I'm aware of, but I don't know if I've ever yeah, seen the full I don't episode. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. I was just trying to look at her little TV roles there. And... So Jamie Summers, aka the Bionic Woman, was the childhood sweetheart of Steve Austin, the six million dollar man, mm. and she was involved in a skydiving accident and was rebuilt as the Bionic Woman. Oh. But in that episode, her body rejects the implants and she dies. Oh Lord! Yeah. So he tried to do the same thing with a woman, and it didn't work. Because you know how we are. Yeah. You know how weak and fragile we are. Reject things too. (laughs) That too. (laughs) Um, But fans loved her character so much that they actually brought her back, and they made up a cover story about how they they faked her death, and she's fine. Of course. So she's the bionic woman. Nice. So that's that's the information I have on the cast of the six 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 all by men. Yeah, there were a few other people I just remembered seeing. Um, The one guy, I'm trying to think of his name. Um, Oh, it's Alan Oppenheimer. Okay. And I recognize him from, it's a movie now that I think about it, but he played um, a brief role in the first couple of episodes that I saw. So I can't even remember who Mm -hmm. he exactly was. It seemed like he was kind of in charge, though, of a lot of that hullabaloo with his... With, no. the, <laughs> with, with the, the whatnots and the things. <laughs> with the whatnots and such. <laughs> um, Dr. Rudy Wells, that's who he played. So I think he was part of like the initial group of people who set up mm-hmm. uh, getting him bionicized. Sure. I want to say that. Bionic- um, bionicled. Bionicled. 
Six million dollar man. Yeah, so he was, because I think he was in part of that, and I think when he was, the one I was talking about where he was all depressed because his arm Mm -hmm. was showing wires. Um, I'm pretty sure this guy was in there as Dr. Rudy or whatever he is, Mm -hmm. and then he was just kind of like, well, what do we do? And da 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 And he was more of like a caring guy. There was a couple other doctors on there who were all like, nope, forge ahead. A little bit shady. So I think I see him on a lot of different things. He had a lot of... Partridge family. He was on Hogan's Heroes as a couple different characters. Bonanza, Bewitched. He was on the Cosby Show once. That oh no I'm sorry he was on the Bill, the Bill Cosby, Cosby show. show I'm so silly that was so early <laughs> uh, he's he was so familiar when I saw him in this that I was like man I've seen this guy somewhere and clearly I've seen him in a lot of things so I think he just kind of had mm-hmm. numerous roles oh speaking of that he has performed numerous roles on live action television roles. Um, so okay. yeah well, he was in the Smurfs he oh. played Vanity Smurf oh hey Father Time alrighty interesting. So anyway, that's great. Um, So that's the $6 million man. Yeah. I'm I'm glad I got a chance to see it. I really wouldn't have seen this if it hadn't been suggested to us because I just wouldn't have. It wouldn't have crossed my mind. And Mm -hmm. we've done a lot of shows. I think that we one of us has at least seen a lot of and you know possibly been in love with you know as as far as the shows go so um but this is the first time that we've done a show that neither Neither of us have really seen seen. yes correct even though it was a staple of our childhood Mm -hmm. for the boys in our class to run around being the six million dollar man do 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 yeah and pretty much any guy our age you ask him about the six million dollar man and he would do that yeah and run all like slow motion but also (laughs) fast um be sure to check us out on Patreon. Oh, I want to mention that for a limited time, all subscribers will get a copy of my book, The Crazy Ooh, One, on Audible, because yes. it just came out on Audible. Yes. So if you like to read books with your ears, um, <laughs> Patreon subscribers will get a copy of that. We're also doing a new thing I haven't told you about. Oh. <laughs> Forgot to tell you about a couple hey, things. Sorry. I've been busy. Sorry. When we get 10 Patreon subscribers, we're going to draw from those names for a $10 Amazon gift card. Nice. When we get 20, $20 gift card, etc. until we get to 50 subscribers. And that'll be the last drawing because then it's going to get expensive. But yeah. <laughs> I mean. But that's good because so, maybe we'll get yeah. lots of people. Check us out on Patreon. And we have, we're always adding new content and we're going to keep adding new content. So please go yes. visit us over there. And tell us lots of things that you want to hear and things that you see that we absolutely have to see. Yes, because we have to keep putting stuff in the hat. We do. And we're going to draw from the hat uh, in like two weeks. Okay, perfect. Okay. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Thanks for joining us. We'd love it if you would leave a review and also follow us on Facebook. Be sure to tune in next week for more TV Tangents. It says the St. Louis Cardinals football team, the professional American football team now known as the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, well, there you go. I don't understand how sports work. (laughs) How can you be a St. Louis team and then an Arizona team? Well, you do know, right, that the reason that the Los Angeles Lakers are called the Los Angeles Lakers is because they were the Minneapolis Lakers because there's so many lakes in Minneapolis. Well, then how are they? And they they moved the team. That's dumb. That shouldn't even be a thing. You should just (laughs) rename your team. No, it's all good. Okay, tangent. All the time. Sorry, tangent.